people. So they take, he takes oh, it for his part. He separates it for its part. But this is a bottle of tomato sauce. Imagine if that was cold ketchup. Is he going to find, like, a McGuffin in there? Oh. Now, this is a Moon River song. Oh, yeah. Okay. From the Trail of Pink Panther. Now, our psychopath is now president of the company, and he's out with his girlfriend and some suppliers of nicotine. You're right. This is the plot. Now, why would an egg company want nicotine? Oh, well, they have they their package similarly, I guess. People go out to the liquor store to buy eggs and cigarettes, you know, maybe liquor. Mm-hmm. Oh. The maitre d' is like, I stuck this cork up my ass. Want a whip? <laughs> <laughs> no, the maitre d' loves him. Okay, this is where, okay, this is um, Sunday, and she is a chicken sexter from, like, some rural country place. He has the and shortest dress in that montage. <laughs> they all had, um, um, okay, so Duxton, who's the new CEO, sort of saved her from being a chicken sexter and brought her to the big city and without me, you're nothing, baby, that kind of stuff. So right now he's like pretty much gotcha. insulting her in front of his friends. Wow. Well, Carl, what's a chicken sexer? Uh, it's guy fucks chickens. So we also find out that um, she's very interested in extraterrestrials. She thinks we're not alone in the universe, and she's tr- she has a, like experimental equipment. Okay, so you know it makes a big difference if you're a hen or a rooster in terms of what is your job going to be. Okay, but when you're a little chick, yeah. you can't really tell if it's a boy or a girl. So a chicken sexer lifts the chick up, looks up and da- upside down, and sees if there's a pee-pee or a wee-wee uh, or a wahoo. And if there's a pee-pee, he puts him <laughs> in the boy thing. And if there's a wahoo, he throws him in the girl bin. That's a chicken sexer. Oh, wow. I thought this was thing. God, he's really hooked on milk. Oh no! You okay, Mister Axon, not that blender. You can guess what's coming. Of course, it's even dumb to say. It will be an accident. Well, he has right. So there's cans right there behind him too. So in the shelf stack. Uh oh! Wow, look how fake that set looks. Unless it's real, that's a view of the city. <laughs> Somebody's coming. They're not expected. It isn't Lyndon. Right. He's got his potato scrubber. Uh, there's my friend, my uh, sponsor. <laughs> is this a sexer? Yes, this is Sunday. And she's like, you're a burglar! You're in me friend's house, you is! In your meets in pajamas. No, that sounds really... Uh, well, you know what? It sounds a little New Zealand there, so uh, you got to be careful about that. He's famous for his hair in the 80s. So this is kind of like an older, more mature series. Good thing we we met her in the last scene. Otherwise, I would have no idea who she is. Right. 
Oh no, you work for the Eggman. It wasn't apartment 91. She wanted apartment 16. It was upside down. Oh. He kissed him? Well, she fell on him and lipped his lips. Did you see how her boobs were in his hand? Yes, Carl. I already took a screen grab. Thank you. <laughs> oh, she's Mrs. Fix-Up Accident. Mrs. Miss Unaccident. Well, she explains herself that it's more like... I mean, that's where I thought the plot was going, but that's not what happens. Like, he's Mr. Accident, and she's like Mr. Fix-It. That would have been... I mean, we just got set up that that was going to be the movie, but no. She just comes from a place where if it's broken, you fix it. Right. Lyndon wrongly did it. Right. He's kind of a sexy guy, Yahoo. Look at the the chest of his. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Are you serious, Yahoo? By the way, how much money do you think he got up? His name is Greg, okay? Yeah. Greg. P-E-A-D. Peed. Greg Peed. Now look, you see the She has the same... She fixed it. Oh, it's a different one. Is that her roommate? The police uh, dog and canine? Uh, Police cop and dog? friend in chicken sexting. And so she has left her boyfriend, so she needs a place to crash. He's got some hips. Yeah, that's her, that's the joke. Really? There they are, chicken sexting. Wow, what a fun job. Cox, no cox. Right. <laughs> no, but for right and it's chicken sexting. It's a cock, it's a cock. Uh, yeah, no, I understand. I get it. Those are simpler days, sorting out chickens. <laughs> so now we find out that she's got man trouble, and the cop is like is in love with Wayne, and then we find out Wayne's the dog. Oh, wait, not not Yahoo's dog. This is a different dog. Yeah. Oh, this is the dog. Yeah, Wayne. That's awkward. They shouldn't really mix business and pleasure, right? Because if she's canine, then they have to keep it strictly professional. Cops. So weird. This is the first time, well, not the first time, because this movie has Yahoo as a star, but we see the storyline for other characters. I mean, we see the villain, and we see the victim, and we see Sunday. And yeah, I think Sunday. that probably this co-writer... Um, is good. Um, yeah. His name's David Rhodes. She wrote Young Einstein and Reckless Kelly with him. But he also wrote his own stuff and he won awards. I mean, I think he's what makes keeps Yahoo serious grounded. Turn right. So this is all like, because otherwise it would just be accident after accident. Right. Here's what I meant about the house doesn't get perfect every time. Now, I bet you that's a pretty pricey piece of real estate. Now, here's Yahoo's car, and the air conditioner is broken on this hot, hot day. What a cheap product placement for Wolfie's restaurant in the background. Mm 
Wow, I would love to have air conditioning like that. I could go for that right now. <laughs> Careful what you wish for. <laughs> I wish my life was like a Yahoo serious movie. <laughs> wish granted. Oh, fuck. Look at that coke under his nose. At least wait till they stop shooting. <laughs> now he's getting pressure from the the roommate. You've got to get a better get car than this. Well, I mean, her name is Sunday. She'd probably appreciate the refrigeration. Oh, man. A lot of women in bikinis sucking on uh, pops. So he's like, you're a smoker now? Okay, now watch. This is pretty funny. Look, pregnant, right. uh, a, a crippled person, an old man with a walker. It's like everyone you don't want to hit with a car. <laughs> Why is Mr. Accent driving a car? Right. Watch this. This is really good. Whoa, the waffle bar. Wow, is this the end? No one could, would survive this, right? right? And they're fine. Right. He goes, I thought this car had airbags. Uh huh, two, three, four. Boop. Yeah. Here we go. You're right. Well, you might have yeah. seen that in the trailer. Yeah, I saw in the trailer. And then he says, ah, I thought I was shitting my pants. So I have a beef with the Fast and the Furious movies where they flip around in their car, and if as long as it lands on the wheels, they're okay. And I just think it's irresponsible. that They should kind of, like, tell people that if you flip your car around like that, you're going to probably die. <laughs> oh, Michael, Michael, Michael. You're, you're, no, you're, you're, you're a crotchety old man. I am. Listen, these movies need to tell people if you jump out of your car, you're not going to catch Michelle Rodriguez on the way. Oh, that's the Mad Max dude. Woods! Just Woods! Is this like a crazy Australian? Yeah, it is. They've found, he's found embedded in rock this, like, he thinks it's a Volkswagen hubcap. But this crazy person, uh -huh. clearly it's not. How did he it's get stuck in? I mean, it was back around in prehistoric times. I think it's a spaceship. Wow, look at Yahoo Serious. He's going to be like, he must be one great sex partner. Look at him. <clears throat> I, too, got a sex vibe off of this. Yeah, I got a major sex vibe off of this. He found a hat. Uh, you gotta admit, that guy kind of looks like my father. <laughs> or at least my uncle. <laughs> wow, that's nice of him. He goes, it's yours now. You got it out of the rock. Neat. Mr. Accident! And he loses it. Good thing there was a mattress on behind him. Hello, Mr. Accident. No refund line. Sorry, no refunds. He's looking for a job. 
Uh, the old classic canard, the classified ads from the newspaper. The roommates must, the neighbors must hate that guy. Now, this is a pretty funny scene. Uh, Yahoo is making, um, okay, now we're finding out that his girlfriend didn't come back. And he's, like, really upset about it. He's the perfect actor, this guy, because he's, like, sensitive and everything. Then he's, like, fucking bitch! Like, he's both... He's a true psychopath. Gotcha. That's on. He's a good actor, this guy. Um, let's see. He was, uh, awarded the... Terrian Medal of, in 2001, the Queen's New Year's Honors List for his service to Australian society and Australian film production. But in 2014, he was in a movie called The Rover, which was pretty good. It had Guy Pearce in it. Um, huh. I've never seen it. It's like a post-apocalyptic world and... Basically, they steal Guy Pierce's car, and he takes it personally. And uh, was, is this car a Rover, Range Rover? The Rover, maybe <laughs> that would work. Oh, yeah. Mister Accident! Mister Accident, what are you doing on a roof? So he's hanging up his clothes to dry, and she's doing her experiment with her. You know, searching for extraterrestrial life, listening for signals in her yeah. 1980s clothes. Well, you need to wear those shoes. No question. If you're going to look for aliens, you need the green pumps. Hey, I have a question. Do you think it would be cool to hang out on a rooftop? I know, like, Inspector Gordon, like, you know, Batman will only talk to Gordon, uh, Commissioner Gordon on, on a rooftop, and superheroes always talk on rooftops, and I'm always like, it must be cold and windy and, you know, you fall off. You act like you've never been on a rooftop. I remember being in uh, Massachusetts with you on a rooftop uh, of your own building. Um, I remember that. Yeah. But that wasn't too crazy. That was just like a couple stories. Was it Was, was it my house? In, in I don't know. I've been on many rooftops, and yeah, it's windy as fuck. Uh, as a matter of fact, I, I was on top of the original, you know, the World Trade Center. Ah, it was ninety right. nine, ninety ninety nine, two thousand. Well, so they they said they must have like had like fences and like a little indoor lobby you could kind of walk back into. And... Okay, well, in ninety nine two thousand, whatever year that was, it was outside. It was only one of the towers that was an observatory, and it was basically a mm -hmm. square. You could just walk the square. And I was there with a guy from Pakistan, a co-worker, and he was making these jokes. I'm not terrorist, you know, and we were all laughing. And that was because of the night right. incident. Who knew that two years later, kaboom. Well, you, you know, I won't mention his name, but uh, when there was a shooting at the Empire State, uh, Empire State Building, uh, one of the people who got shot who survived was my class president in high school. Mm -hmm. And why aren't we mentioning and, 
I don't need to mention his name. I mean, he survived, and uh, I haven't spoken to him in years, and we're friends on Facebook, I guess, but uh-huh. uh, it was a shock. It was, I mean, it was after, you know, we were, we graduated by that point, but can right. you imagine picking up the newspaper and seeing this one you knew from high school got shot during that? He got shot in the head. He survived. Wow. So here's the music box again, and that's real important. And it's playing Breakfast from Tiffany's song, you know. It breaks your heart. Uh, did you see that's Bre- because uh, – Did you see it? Bre- I'm on number five. Yeah, yeah, I've seen it. I'm a huge uh, Blake Edwards fan. I've seen that one. Yeah, I'm real mad. Uh, the woman in that movie, um, she was like – Holly the, the the character in the film the character in the film was yeah, like self centered and a fuck up but she was beautiful yeah. so everyone forgave her for it and fell all over her and she was always like stupid and mystified at the mystery I'm real mad at her <laughs> she was like a narcissist she hurt people remember the husband came from there was a brother and there was the husband. Uh, yeah. Yeah, she would just like like innocently, passive aggressively, pull you into her circle, and then she wouldn't care about you. She would she would give you a hint like she was gonna be your lover, and then she'd walk away from right. it. And she would pull the I don't know, I just don't know. I'm so confused. I need help. I'll help you. I'll help you. <laughs> Oh, say I don't want your help. Thanks. I, I hate that lady. <laughs> you know what? The the book might flesh her out a little bit more, or like give a reason. But I I think uh, yeah, I, I think I mean, you're right. Yeah, she she's definitely has a lot of problems, and she isn't a nice person in in the movie. Did you did you seen Dragon right, Bruce Lee? Have you ever seen the movie about Bruce Lee with uh, uh called Dragon or whatever it was? Uh, and no. there's a scene where he goes. It's good. It's from the nineties. He Bruce Bruce Lee goes to see uh, Breakfast at Tiffany with his girlfriend, and he's completely aghast at Mickey work. Uh, Mickey work. Mickey Rooney's uh, portrayal of the Japanese uh, yeah. landlord. That's so right. That becomes that a big plot. So movie. horrible. Yeah. That's the problem. Like that movie has its charms, and and the song, of course, is gorgeous. But you know, you, you can't like Blake, Blake Edwards. I love the guy, but. He has like these caricatures in all his films, you know, mostly Asian caricatures, whether yeah, it's Hardy or the chef from SOB or Cato from the Pink Panther. It's like relentless. Like I don't know if that was an obsession, uh, obsession for the guy, but you know, it's one of those things where you have to say, look, back in the day, people thought that was funny. But you watch the Bruce Lee movie, and he clearly states right when that happens, like this is awful. Like it was the yeah. first time I'd seen a movie. That says people think he thought it was awful when it came out. It wasn't of the time, you know. Right. It wasn't good to, yeah. So he's so, learning about flying saucers and UFOs. Because his girlfriend. Right. See the magnet got his. Ah. Uh, super glue keeps your helmet on anything. Right. Those ads are great. I'm so glad we're not uh, keeping a tally of uh, accidents. <laughs> Carl, Carl says before Yahoo Serious gets into a folded bed. Right. He's just, <laughs> yeah. 
and it perfectly he is distracted. Folds, it perfectly folds out. Well, we saw this scene in the trailer. I think the trailer shows every bit of slapstick in this movie. Yeah. There we go. Folds right up, and then the dogs hinge up on it. Oh, Ooh, hey, the future is here. Ah, oh, some He's a uh, European fan. football. He's a soccer fan. I believe it's called European football. Oh, excuse me. Now, you see how everyone, they try to throw out his hubcap. You see how everyone puts their garbage out? Yeah. That's important Weird. later when he falls down the stairs, taking every <laughs> single garbage can with him. And by the time he gets to the bottom, if... it's an avalanche. Is that cool? Like, why can't they just bring it outside? They going to make the garbage man go in there? Yeah. Okay, so huh. now he's discovering that this isn't a VW Volkswagen bug hubcap. It's not in any of the part manuals. Now, you see the sledgehammer went to the roof? Later, that'll hit him yeah. on the head. Like, much later. <laughs> you should never give Mr. Accident a sledgehammer. He's trying to destroy it. Interesting. Now look what this Ooh, nice little... does. It doesn't pay off. He makes a nip. Hey, he's gonna lick it. <laughs> he goes. It's not even. Warm. I love you, girl. Yeah, but he's the. Uh, uh, he's talking to the camera. Yeah, he goes, this is the way to ha-ha's. He realizes this has got to be from an alien spaceship, and that's what she's all into. You see, his roommate was saying if the key to getting with women is being interested in what they're interested in. His roommate should complain about the whole giant hole in the wall. Right. Look, he kicks over the... The, now the next one goes. He doesn't miss one. He doesn't miss one. And everything sped up a little. Wow. This is a good, good, uh, it's him, right? It's Yahoo? Yeah. It's not computers, that's for sure. But do you think it's an uh, Australian stuntman? Uh, no, I think it's Yahoo Siri. I could be, it could be, but I don't think so. Oh, no. Cancel that ski trip. Avalanche. Avalanche. Now look, there's a baby. I mean, it's about to come up. You'll see a poor, innocent baby. And of course, like, knives are missing her. And Right. Baby. Oh, I forgot your bottle, baby. Silly mommy. I forgot <laughs> your bottle. Like, knives yeah, and the bottle and the knife. Oh. She's as good an actress as the Terrier. Oh, yeah, well, it's in the same same direction. Just look at shit. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, now the writer, the co-writer, we're going to get to see him. We're going to get to see his wife on the TV. There, we just saw her. And we're going to get to see his mom oh. and dad. Greg Peter. I want to hear what the song is. 
Oh, for some reason my sound's not working. Oh, I have this on here. Got it. Oh, crazy. Yeah. And he's like, excuse me. And it looks like he's talking to the gargoyle, but he's talking to his co-writer. <laughs> oh, right. He's rocking out. This is really scary. <laughs> oh, no. He's going to pull out the cable. That, that's mom and dad. Or, or no, maybe it's his grandparents. <laughs> That's you saw it. the you saw the bong in there, right? Yes. Look at that bong. The bong water is pretty fucking Australian gross. Now Australia, you need to clean He's right into the cops house by mistake. Look, full moon, full moon tonight. Oh, that's the cop with the vice. He goes, Is that you, Wayne? Ooh, uh -oh. Wayne. Oh, boy. Oh, that's Wayne the dog. I got you. Oh, no. Now, time Slowly to make a sense because the avalanche. Okay. Here comes Sunday. Now, he comes out, and he's practicing what he's going to say to Sunday. Look what I found. And then, surprise, it's her. And he goes, she goes, what are you doing? And she goes, I'm just taking out the garbage. And then the garbage avalanche hits him. Gotcha. I'm just taking out the garbage. Here we go. Move over, Fibber McGee. Did you ever listen to Fibber McGee and Molly? No. The radio channel? The gimmick was that Fibber McGee's closet was filled with shit. And every time he opened it, they would play like every single sound effect. <laughs> Now, Sunday is like, I think that's the Volkswagen people. And he's like, it's indestructible. And she's like, that's German engineering for you. <coughs> she's not buying it. Right. She thinks he's trash. Well, look at that stop sign with a little pedestrian walking. Yeah, uh, did you see how it looks like an American stop sign? Yeah. But the the feet walking to indicate you could walk there, that's not American. Not at all. And I've it's just the feet. I can't tell what side of the road they're driving on. They drive on the left. They drive on, not like us. Gotcha. The Australians are crazy. They huh. drive on the left. But since they're all crazy, it works. It's like a system. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's not so you show up that things get fucked. Right. The normal people. Okay, so she's agreed to listen to him. And he's taken her, her to that, like, quarry where they're building the building where he fell, where he found it. And he's, like, convinced that they'll find the spaceship, you know, if they look. So he's got a metal detector. And he's like, it's another teapot. Wow. You see the iron? What's on up with that? Yeah. At least he wears the shirt after fucking it up. Now, isn't this where that poor homeless guy lives and they're just fucking up his turf? Uh, It is where the homeless guy lives, but he's okay with it. Now he's found a big find. 
a big find. This is no teapot. Like a UFO. It's going to be one giant teapot? That would be funny. That would be a funny bit. But like you said, it's, this movie's slightly grounded. I don't know if they would go for that. Oh, got the hookup. Give me the hookup. I got the hookup, the hookup. All right, Jimmy Hoffa coming up. <laughs> it's a time capsule with young Einstein video cassette inside. Did you, Carl, do you know what's the, has Yahoo Serious, like, is he still in the industry? Is he, Not he at all. This is, is his it? last film. Huh. He, he did three films. Right. I don't know why well, he do stopped. Remember? He was funny, and I don't know why he stopped. Maybe he did, maybe he did a TV series or something like that, or, you know, nope. server of radio station. Yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. Maybe. Look what they found. The a rest of the Volkswagen. A Volkswagen Beetle. Oh, well. Because all the cars land in there. Yeah. Oh, what was I think it was like a Jack Reacher. I was watching some movie, and he like he gets steered off the road, and his car flips. But again, if it lands on the tires, he could just walk out. Well, if you land upside it, down, no. But and even if it's upside down in the movies, they walk away. They don't even get a scratch. Right, it's usually like, Die Hard movies. They, well, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they uh, they do a thing where they black the screen out for a second, and then they cut to them like upside down. And they're like, huh? And then they get out. Right. And they dust off. Yeah. It was like that's why it was so refreshing that Harrison Ford uh, Indiana Jones one when he got all hurt all the time. Yeah. Well, then, but then by the fourth movie, he get, he survives a nuclear attack by by being in the refrigerator and. You yeah. Know. There's a certain point where John McClane of Die Hard is invincible, but oh, you know, but you remember the first time where he hurt his feet hurts from the broken glass, right? Exactly. And then you watch him on another movie, and he's falling stories down a building, or he's climbing on a jet, uh, and you know, it's weird. Well, she's got some dealy poppers. So she says to herself, "I look ridiculous." So she's going to steal the cop's dress. Borrow it for the night. Yeah, I don't think she needs the hips for it. I don't think she has the hips for it. <laughs> Where's the caboose? So what happened to the broken glass and shit? I'm not sure what you're talking about, but um, it was Vito. Yahoo Serious. So she was all bummed out, and she was leaving. Like, don't. I hang around me, I'm bad luck. And then he's like, asks her to dinner and, and she's all happy again. Now here we are at the psychopath's party and right. he's really missing the girl. Even though he was lying between the girl's legs with his friends. Right. Yeah. Idiot. You idiot. Now that's our room out with some like like outback looking that's not the word it's like an aussie adventurer they get in their traditional suit like bushman suit 
right to go walk about now look this is a very priceless maze <laughs> can you just guess what's gonna happen <laughs> why did they bring a priceless maze to mr accident set? yeah Dumb. so they're at mummy yeah, but it's not it's at 2030 so it hasn't come out yet <laughs> bc oh i got the bc well, they're on a date at least, and she's wearing those green pumps. Much to the chagrin of the upper crust. Oh, I never. Oof, monocle right. drop. Exactly. Yeah. So, like, it's very. He doesn't have luck with girls or whatever, but he doesn't try very hard. Like, they're perfect for each other, and it's working out. Right. And they also have the pepper mill to themselves. No obnoxious waiter to to use it. Yeah, the pepper mill. And do you think the woman left it there? Yeah. The pepper ground pepper. Okay, that's going to be another comedic plot. So if something shows up, it's going to be destroyed. Now the maitre d, okay. who's a big friend of of uh, the psychopath, calls and says, "You know, he's there with another guy. Look what he does with the girl." All right, he's psycho, right? She's probably the, the most attractive girl. Well, no, that's not true. There's some pretty ladies in this movie. Oh, there she goes. But yet Yahoo Serious gets all the credit for slapstick. Damn. Now we, think, oh, this is one horny movie. we think they're talking about sex and the, the you know, eat your dinner, Reginald, you know. Let's see if we can listen to this. Oh, skip the flashbacks of 10-year-old me. Yeah, right. This is like the Abbott and Costello part where they're doing like blowjobs and uh, double entendres. You're like, will you just step, get chased by a mummy? Right. Could you let the piano drop by mistake, please? <laughs> now, Yahoo ah, is too dumb to understand that you smell the cork. And she doesn't know either. Right. Now, she's a dummy. And well, it's like, you're really smart. And she loves that about her. And they set this up because we saw a previous scene of somebody doing this properly. Right. Oh. He's always – the worst part about eating a cork is, is trying to get his hat through. Uncork. They don't know how to hold a glass of wine either. They're holding it like fruit punch. <laughs> they're really perfect for each other. Wow, they're drinking it down like fruit punch. Well, he doesn't drink. Oh, no, drunk yet. No. You should hear him when he's drunk. He's like, no, I'm serious. I'm serious. I'm like, yeah, I know. Yeah, who's no, it's on your birth certificate, Greg. Greg. Greg Pete. Greg Pitta. So far, I'm really enjoying this movie. It's good. Yeah. It's 
It's no hopscotch with uh, Walter Matthau. <laughs> this was our last episode. If you guys yeah, have the opportunity, you can listen to the last four years of our show. Uh, if you go over to tcrcollective.org, which is the official no, website for MutinyRadio.fm. Why do you always say that? Just go to MutinyRadio.fm. I say that because every time you go to MutinyRadio.fm, I get a warning from my Google Chrome saying that this link is a um, could be malicious. So oh. just go to pcrcollective.org. That's what, that's all I'm saying. Okay. Well, that's that look. Carl, you know what's? Do you know why? Uh, uh, it's good luck to throw a pinch of salt over your shoulder. Oh, I think you told me this before. Because it's not cocaine. Yeah, was, okay, watch, watch, watch. Yeah, right. Cause watch, watch, watch. He goes, we should just leave before, and she meant to say something else happens. Oh, no, the boss. Ace, how low can you go? Uh, it's their fault. Huh? There's a big train of soup I spoke too soon. Soup. Right up Fred Amerson's head. Now, she can't take it. It's just too much for her. It's just too many accidents and mishaps. So she's going right. to... I mean, for a, a second there, she was going to kiss him, and she's like, kiss me, Mr. Perfect Right. Mr. Right, and, you know, she was thinking in her head. And now it's just like she can't take it. Right. Oh, yeah, especially now. Listen, getting oil thrown in your crotch is probably the uh, last the, straw. Yeah. The straw that broke the camel's back. Right. Oh, no. Is this the end of Sunday? Now, look, he'll go and call a cab for her, and Bonker knows. Like, it's just, it's he ruined the night. Meanwhile, the psychopath is coming to kill the guy who's with his girl. Oh, right. Oh, here he comes. Well, that's not him right now. That bonk. He's the only person who gets affected by his uh, mishaps. Like the coworkers and the roommate, they all kind of yeah not in the way of it. Babies. Oh, no, there he is. Straight from his birthday party. Oh. Poor Sunday. Never on Sunday. Never on a Sunday. Never on Sunday. Another episode with Nick Cage for two seconds. Oh, the movie Never on Tuesday. I love that movie. I really enjoyed that film. So never on a Sunday. Enjoy kind of a football one, Mister. Oh, that's any given, any any, any given, given Sunday. Sunday. Right, right, right. Well, it took them four months to movie? film this. Uh, they shot it in November '98 to February '99. And, wow! And it had a nice release date. It made it. It grossed 1.6 million dollars. 
and Australia. I don't know if it lost money or made money. It sounds like it made money. So now he doesn't know that Yahoo is the one with Sunday. And so right. he's saying, he's saying, I just lost my girl. And he goes, same thing happened to me. And so now they're like commiserating. So he goes, I just got these new eggs. Here's a six pack. Take it home and tell me what you think. He's like, well, I really don't eat eggs. Now, these are the nicotine eggs. Oh. Weird. So now he's going to get addicted to eggs just like he's addicted to cigarettes. Right. And he goes, that's pretty cool. Have, have two more for breakfast. Come by me office and let me know what you think. He's like, what a great guy. <laughs> so in the United States this only played in Santa Monica and then it went to video by 2001 it was yeah. in video okay so you can see that the tools punctured a hole in the gas he throws the cigarette and it lights so the gas is following him as he drives home, uh, and you know, he's oblivious to it. Yeah. Mr. Accident, I'm glad we're not doing a tally. Oh, I miss it. I've been keeping a tally. This is the second accident. Oh, this I like her. She's cool. Australian ranger. Yeah. But she... Um, See, the thing is with Lyndon is he gets lots of girls, but he can never keep one. Oh, yeah, she's dumping him. Yeah, even though they were making out and everything. Yeah, she jumped on him. Here comes the fire. Here comes the And so Lyndon, like, you're never going to get a girl with that clunker. Boom. Now, we don't get to see it. No, we just see a piece of things. That's not bad. That's a pretty good uh, edit. That's a you know, you do see something for that. We don't get to see it. We see the the frame land. It's not like they didn't spend money on the thing. Yeah, they did. Yeah, you're and right. Was... Wow. Remember when this place was flooded? <laughs> looks fine. Yeah, it looks great. So it's more like, you know, he lost this girl, he's in love. You're right, this is just a hubcap. He has a cigarette still, right? Yeah. Something's burning on that plate. So now, is that her in the apartment? Well, okay. Oh, we think so. And he's Nemo. about to kiss her and he goes, this is a dream, right? And she turns into a rubber ducky. Uh, gotcha. Now, in Australia, she has some success. Her name's Helen Dallimore, and she was on this horrible, I assume it's horrible, television show called Here Comes the Habibs. And it's um, uh -huh. 
they like hit the lottery or something, so they moved into a rich Australian neighborhood. There were fourteen episodes, and she was a regular. Huh. I wonder if we can watch that. I don't know if I want to watch it though. Well, it's like a uh, culture clash kind of thing. Like uh, he, you know, they have money, but. They still live like, you know, there's chickens running around the yard and goats, and they still live like, um, I forget what the ethnicity, what the country was. Uh, but it's sort of like if a black person moves into a rich white neighborhood and the, you know, the the awkwardness of, I don't know, it's not my cup of tea, that kind of show. I think it just plays on stereotypes both ways. Yeah. You're more of a Beverly Hills, uh, uh, Beverly Hills Billy. I'm going to quit smoking. That's what it, that is what it is. So he stayed up all night trying to kick nicotine and it's not working. And he's a part person. So he took apart everything, including, uh Lyndon's laptop. So Lyndon is furious. Finally. Finally. Your roommate's a shithead. Lyndon, get another roommate. Well, he's uh, amazing. It's uh Yahoo's place. He's like, Can we still be friends? And it's I'm sorry, your use by date is up. Ooh, that's some serious egg language. There's our sledgehammer. Now, look, this is the only time I don't believe Sirius in his... Accidents? Yeah. My God. He owns it? This is his place? It's a gorgeous... You're right. I mean, there's no way you could afford to live there. Overlooking Sydney Harbor. Okay, so usually yeah. he gives him a scrambled egg, but today he's giving him, he doesn't know it, but he's giving him the nicotine egg. Oh no, poor Goldie. And so he's like, well, at least I have you two. I lost Sunday and I lost Lyndon, but at least I have you two. But watch how the fish reacts to the nicotine. Huh. Crazy. He's causing that. Oh, no. It's going to be brutal. This gave it its PG. He's going to land in the harbor. Sure. He's going to fall in the harbor, right, Carl? Tell me he's going to fall in the harbor. No. Isn't that brutal? Kind of gross. Yeah, oh, no. I mean, animal lovers would hate this movie now. Okay, now, uh, yeah. this is a pretty funny scene. Maybe you should listen to the audio. Not yet, because okay. Yahoo is trying to fix the coffee. Ma- uh, he's making a cup of cappuccino for him. Here's the good acting again, because he's like, Oh, is that a picture of your girl? I know, because I used to look at my girl like that, you know. But he doesn't know that Sunday until he flips it over. Right. He's like, last night, our conversation, I realized everybody loses something and the world goes on. It's like a heart to heart. 
Now, he's got that businessman uh, phone headset on him, right? Yeah. Look, she has Uh-oh. to part with her grandmother's music box to get 50 bucks to pay the rent at the police officer's house. Gotcha. So look, listen to the audio because he's on the phone with Lyndon and Yahoo thinks he's talking to him saying like, how many sugars do you want? Five! Keep listening. All right. Chili powder in his cappuccino. That sounds great. <laughs> he just happened to have chili powder. Now, if you want, you can mute out again until after he drinks the chili, his voice changes, and you should listen to that. Oh, no, Carl, Carl. I hit the wrong button. What, should I pause? Hang on. Yeah, please pause. All right. I'm on Ready Prime Music. Oh, hang on a second. So I'm at 107.34. Okay, I'm at 107.47. So you hit play and tell me when you're at 47 and count it up. All right. Sorry, audience. Okay, I will. Audience, 107 and 47 seconds. Okay. Uh, three... Two, one, forty-seven. Now. Okay. Thank you. Okay, we're getting back to the audio. I'm muting the video on on the screen, so I accidentally hit the forward button. Right. So he turns down a cigarette to have an egg. Which is a cigarette egg. Right. As you you just barged into my apartment, fell on top of me. Now he's going to see that it's Sunday and we hear the music. Is this what we're listening to, right? Yeah. <laughs> watch, he watch him have it. Whoa! <laughs> Change because he really likes Yahoo uh, or Roger Crumpkin, and he he wants to be his friend. But oh, he's really hit him in the nuts. Yeah, he said, of course, he's lazy writing. But he goes, "Are you gonna hit some balls?" And he goes, "Yeah, whack." By the way, that's the typical order I used to place at Starbucks. I'd be like seven sugars, chili powder. Yeah, six sugars. Six sugars, seven sugars. Oh, he has a hatchet. He's one of the executive hatchet men. Okay, now we find out that the brother was in the refrigerator. 
And that's how he's going to get rid of Yahoo as well. But unfortunately for him, Lyndon, poor Lyndon, walks in the door and he goes, that's why you get the double door. Oh, for Lyndon Manders himself. So now oh, no. do-it-yourself recycling plant. Listen, don't play hide-and-seek in the old refrigerator. Yeah. So Lyndon gives him the phone to call the cops, but he doesn't. He calls Sunday to warn her because the psychopath is going to kill Sunday. The abusive boyfriend. Right. Sort of like uh, something wild where the nerd saves the girl. Now, luckily for us, luckily for them, Yahoo is a parts person. So he knows all about this fridge, and he's going to take it apart so they can escape. Great. Problem solved. You're all I got tonight. I don't know why I'm singing that song. I need you. I need you tonight. Oh, there he goes. Deconstructing so, the fridge. Lyndon thinks it's his final moment, so he's getting all, you know, I always admired you, and, you know, he's getting all personal. And he goes, I want to shake your hand. He goes, it's not my hand. You should listen to the audio at that point. Okay, yeah, this is the audio. <laughs> All right. I don't know. Oh, really? Yeah. Funny. So they get it. out, but Psychopath doesn't see that. Yeah, strange. What else is strange? Really, how many dead people are always do? perfect, no matter what? I don't get that. Like, how many people has the Psychopath killed, and how many has he crushed in the refrigerator? Like, business as usual. Yeah. Uh oh. Yusuf has showed up. Well, he roommate's a cop, dude. Yahoo, where she lives. She lives in the. This is the future, right? The same apartment building. Well, she lives in the yeah. same apartment building as Yahoo, but she's just crashing with the cop. I don't. I shouldn't say lives. Right. I got you. I think that's the. Pallades, right? The Seven Sisters? Is that what's on the floor there? And we see... Oh, yeah, I guess you're right. And it looks like ships around it. Flying saucers. Well, you know, maybe Yahoo Serious is like a mason or something like that. Do we have that weird sign? Yeah, walk. Walk. The one way... Uh Uh-oh, too late. Same, too. He's too late, so he will change. Cool. Look at Yahoo run. Run his silly username. Great, run. Oh, yeah, I wonder if Greg. Me name's Yahoo. <laughs> Come on, Greg. Ah, that old Polaroid. So does Sunday say, I don't care for him either? Yeah, Sunday goes, yeah, well, she does care for him, but she goes, it doesn't matter. I'll never see him again. Oh, there he is. Boom. 
goes, that's just it's a bump accent. in the road. And she goes, no, it sounded squishy. You hit something. Back up. Oh, no. That always makes me nervous. You How come the fish doesn't survive, but Yahoo does when it comes to cars? It comes to, I guess, size. Yeah. He gets run over, but he's fine. But that goldfish. Oh. There it is again, that bridge. I mean, you just see the waterfront this whole movie. Look at the tire track on his face. I know. It doesn't make any sense. Watch his fingers. All right. He, she keeps, he keeps that was not animal references, and he hates it. Ow! So bad. But that was not an accident. That was intentional. It was intentional. Yeah. So here the film takes a weird turn because for some reason they ran back to this apartment and locked it. It kind of doesn't make sense. But nonetheless, here we are. Now oh, he's eating those eggs again. Right, he's addicted, and she goes, I might have backed the wrong horse. Yeah, right. Yeah, right, he's just as weird as the other one. Miss well, he's, he's weird, I don't know. If That's 87, check mark. Now look, to call the cops, he doesn't do 911, he does 000. So I guess that's Australia. Well, in, in England, it's 999, right? Like after the punk rock band? Is it? Okay. There was like a, a British hardcore punk band called 999 too. If the kids all united. I think that was them. They had some kind of catchy tune like that. Oh, no. Look at this guy wrecking Mr. Axman's apartment. No, he doesn't do the shiny joke. Like, I'm home. Yeah, right. Well, no one knows Johnny Carson in Australia. I guess so, but they... Well, you might be right. They would know the Chinese. There really isn't any, like, movie reference humor in this movie. Like, he doesn't reference other films. No. Even his own. Well, because, like, if you watch a DreamWorks movie or any kind of comedy nowadays, they always make references to other films. I know. Have a Pulp Fiction. And I, I, they think it's clever and me. I don't know. And he goes, look, what do you ever hear of defrosting? He goes, you know, he's like, what a nerd. He's so going to put him in the refrigerator? What's yeah, it's the third time this has happened. So now he's getting called out that he put nicotine in the chicken feed so that the chickens ate more eggs, and the nicotine made it into the... I mean, the chickens laid more eggs, and the nicotine makes it into the chickens, and that's why his chickens are selling off the shelves, and Sunday's realizing... Oh. Sunday's finding out, you know. Disgrace to the chicken sector industry. Right. Uh, there we go. Ew, he used the hatchet as a... Why are they going in there willingly? So now he's going to pretend that he's dying for another cigarette. It's a ruse. Yeah. And he's no, going to give him a cigarette because he's going to say that it's not the cigarette that's going to kill you. 
Ah, right, yeah, I might as well have one. He doesn't eat that healthy. Like milk hot dogs and, uh... I guess milk is good for your bones. Hi, I'm Mr. Accident. When I trap my girlfriend in the refrigerator, I like to have a cold glass of milk. Helps our bones. Now she's in peril. But it was really Roger, Yahoo, who did that. Right? Bonked her. Right, it wasn't. Look at that, see? He doesn't do, he does his own stunts. Do you see that jump? Yeah, I saw that jump. Yeah, I wonder how they do these. I mean, these stunts are kind of impressive. Yeah. Except for that, that's kind of nutty. Yahoo's serious. So he quit when Yahoo.com became too big. And he said, ah, <laughs> oh, fuck it. Yeah, imagine. Just think about it. Yahoo? Yeah, I mean, like, there's Yahoo's serious. There's Yahoo. There's uh, Barney Google. The, the same, and it's Google, Googly Eyes. Uh, it's in the 30s. And now Google just took that name. Who else? Pinterest? Joey Pinterest? He must be suing money for that now this doesn't make oh, sense yeah. it's a funny bit they keep missing each other but it doesn't make sense right. the direction they're running in i don't i mean i'm tired of his apartment just can we have the finale like out by the harbor or something oh there we go forget about it You're tired oh, no. of the apartment, yeah, they go out there to the harbor, and you go, I'm tired of the harbor. I'm tired of the harbor. What is this, Finding Nemo? It's been the whole movie. Nobody even likes opera, and that opera house is so... Yeah. Well, that's why they turned it into an egg factory. He goes, you killed my fish. Bonk! Whoa! Now watch this gr die, right? gruesome watch. Look at that. Right. Well, she's all right. Oof. Get one look at her roommate. Yeah. He's back. Yeah. I don't have a place to stay. I see you. Well, he saved his life, and now he's going to fall in love with the cop. Well, he has excellent taste. Well, he likes big butts, and he cannot lie. <laughs> so Sunday has found the, the music box dancer, and... Yahoo took it apart, sort of destroyed it, and she doesn't like that. She's like, right. do you ever put anything together? And he just flat out says, no. And so she... Yeah, he's leaving them. Never mind, he saved her. Whatever. But like he said, she, he saved her from his own mistake. What do you mean? The psychopath like, is going to kill her. Right, yeah, that's true. She did, he did kill her old abusive boyfriend, but he did also have her down from... The fridge, he put her in peril, but it was an accident. 
Yeah, I mean, that's built into the title. I don't, I don't know why I'm weirded out by that. So, and there goes Sunday. Yeah, that's right. Now, you saw the milk tumble down the stairs, and I, I didn't cry for, over it. You didn't? I was filled. Not, I was, my mother taught me long ago. Yeah. So Moon River shows up in another Blake Edwards movie. If you ever see, I think it's the trail of the Pink Panther. Remember those two Pink Panthers after Peter Sellers' death where they just used footage? Yeah. And there's a very long I scene. Respect for I think it was the one with for that. Trail and Kurt. I think it was Trail, the one with Ted Walker. But they have this big, long bit where they use a computer to find Peter Sellers. And the computer only works if you play Moon River. Oh. Yeah, you had to put a quarter in it. So it was definitely early 80s when that came out. So he was referencing his earlier movie. So I made for you. He's getting pressure. To, she's getting pressure to get on the bus, but it sort of doesn't make sense with the real world. The, the crowd's still getting on. But he has... There, it looks like her, right? Right, the hair clips and everything. There's no oil on the front of her dress. He remembered. Is he going to work again? He just killed his uh, main uh, client. Yeah, right. So he says, like, I realized that people are just like parts. They're made to be together. And then he goes, well, that's all I wanted to say. And he starts to leave, leaving it in her hands to make the choice to get on the bus or go after him. You know, I like the way he flipped yeah. it, even though he didn't know. He's not smart enough to know what he's doing. Fucking flat. Hysterical. He doesn't even realize he's going down that escalator. Yeah. But look at that. Look how skillful that guy is. I, can, I would be out of breath. Also, cops would show up. <laughs> I'm sure he's 20-something, 20 27. I'm sure he's fine. But he, he made a movie in the 80s. Right? So he was, I mean, he must be a little bit older now. In 99, when this movie was produced, he was a lot older than he was in Young Einstein. So he must be in his 30s. Let's see here. Oh, are we going to meet aliens? That's probably going to happen? Oh, no. It's yeah. So this is 10 years later. So maybe he's in his 30s. Uh-oh. It's literally a flying saucer. Full of milk. No, uh, dog biscuits. Dog biscuits. Dog crackers. Now you said, are we going to meet aliens? No, we're not. We're just going to get a joke. Are they going to see the least and go, oh, Look no, I guess Australia, not. Look at Australia, see? Yeah, right. That part of the verse. There's your joke. It was a hubcap. It was an alien hubcap. Yeah. Huh, I'm tired of this escalator. Go back to the environment. Oh! Uh, what an accident. I can see outtakes.
All right. Well, you know what? We're done with this movie, Mr. Accident. Carl, what did you think of the film? I like this film. Now, usually, I don't say that. I say, I hated this film, but it was good for your show. I enjoyed this film a lot. It's really stupid. Uh, but for all the right reasons. It was good. Yeah. They listened to Dog as Peanut. Peanut. Got the you. name of the Yeah. Well, his name, according to I, I, that, is Max, and he is the puppy from The Mask. All right. No, he looked, definitely looked like it. This isn't bad. I mean, I've been waiting to watch this movie since I read about it in the New York Times back in 99. So I'm really grateful to see it after all this time and the fact that I'm still alive at this time to see yeah. it. Uh, I just wonder I don't know. why I don't know. it's his last film. Um, he yeah. Has three great films, I think. <laughs> I don't know. I, have to, I think I had the opportunity to see Reckless Eric uh, Kelly, uh, or at least I've seen clips of it because I've been looking for his films for our show for a while. So this uh-huh. is definitely like I'm grateful to that we did this one. But uh, yeah, I don't know. There must be some crazy history. He must be. I bet he still does something. Like he has a Vine account or some shit like that. Yeah. Let's see here. Reckless Kelly. Yeah. Reckless Kelly. Uh, So here we go. We're watching the outtakes. They're all hysterical. We want to thank you for watching a movie with us on YouTube. That's our premise. These movies are on YouTube. Yeah. One of the reasons why we select these movies. And next week's film, Carl, it's on YouTube. I can't believe it. Yeah. We have so much to talk about this film next week. We're going to be watching the 2007 half a film. They added scenes and they released it on video, and I think that's the version we're going to see. It's, it's the one that got released after it, it played in the theaters. Uh-huh. Of course, I'm talking about Quentin Tarantino's Death Proof of 2007, originally part of Grindhouse, the double feature movie, which I did see in the theater, and I'll love to talk to you about it next week. Okay. Uh, well, here's all the extended band. Uh, we have a trailer. Uh, as soon as I finish reading the movie, the song credits, Moon River, performed by Henry Mancini and his orchestra, so they had the original production of it. Yep. With the tank in the opera house. Death What's that? Death Proof. Yeah. Not very, uh, serious production. Oh, he has his own website. I'm going to take a look at that. Serious dot what is it, AU? Australia. Oh, I missed it. There was something else. Go that, there. Oh, well. Gonna be like, I love Australia. Did you guys know Mozart's from here? <laughs> really? I hated when he bothered Charles Grodin, man. That was really bad. He's not a good fit. Be young 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 Frankenstein. <laughs> Well, it looks like Yahoo Serious has a different website. The official website is just yahooserious.com. There he is, Yahoo's Movies, Yahoo in production. The Accident is the last one, released worldwide, Young Frankenstein, Reckless Kelly. Yeah, you're right. Wow. Three movies. Why isn't he doing anything? Wow. I... <clears throat> he has a, his website, it's out of 99, too. Yahoo's new Australian flag. Free blow up, free film, 
please blow up. All right, I'm going to click. Do not click here. I'm clicking on it. Uh, back in five minutes. Okay, so uh, the trailer is part of Movie Clips Classic Trailers, and uh, we're just going to play the audio. Everyone, I'm sure by this point everyone's seen this movie. If not, here we go. No, you got uh, This, of course, first. was... You got to add first. All right, uh, so go ahead and clean that ad out. I'm, I'm ready to queue. I, I, did, I got this prepped already. Okay, I have skipped ad. All right. I hope you guys clipped that. And here we go. In three, two, oh, wait a minute. Three, two, one, go. Next week's movie. Uh, is it safe? You'll find out. Right, an hour into the movie. Yeah. Stop showing us his old film. You know, like, he was so not famous, he had to remind us of... Yeah, but also the producers, they have to show the, the logos. Yeah, right. It's weird how the film goes from, you know, one set of to another set of... Oh, I know. We've got tons to talk about next week. Oh, Absolutely. Oh, ruining it. Everything about this movie. And that ridiculous... <laughs> she, when she's hanging outside the car, it's like a 20-minute scene. I know. Not realistic. Not, well, no, I'm telling you, I, we have so much to talk about next week. None of it's really realistic. And how is it death-proof if everyone dies? Including him. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, I'm exhausted just watching the trailer. <laughs> uh, but that's it. We are going to be watching uh, Death Proof, which is on the full-length movie. It is posted on YouTube for free. Uh, hopefully in seven days we'll still be there. And we would love for you to join us. If you haven't seen it, of course, go ahead and watch it. Uh, but there's a lot. I'm really excited because I have uh, something to say about that movie as well as the opportunity to rip it. And that will happen in our next episode. Again, you can hear it first. Okay. Stream on mutinyradio.fm. What is it you have to say about the film? Oh. Come on. All right. So really? Okay. I'll, I'll just say it right now. Okay. The second part where the Australian stunt woman who plays herself. Yes. Uh, is doing a movie in America 
And but when she was in Australia, she would get the physical newspaper from all the small towns. So she could look at the car listings, see if some car from Vanishing Points there, and it's there. Like who gets fucking Tennessee newspapers delivered to their fucking house in Australia? Right. It doesn't make any sense. Nail. They get it. The guy, the guy they get the car from is the same actor who played the rapist in uh, Kill Bill, who I believe was in Valley Girl. He was the boyfriend back in the day. And he plays kind of a rapist. He has like a rapey scene, like where they drop off the girl in the, in the cheerleader costume for him as collateral. And they take the car off. And she just wants to try, but not even paying for the car, uh, try this stupid stunt. And then like why Coyote pops up, you know, stuntman Mike, who right, he's right. sat through for the first hour of the film. And he happens to be there in Tennessee after being in, in Austin, and he chases them, and he completely becomes a wood, which is another issue. But the whole idea of, like, getting a physical newspaper sent halfway across the world to find some stupid car for some stupid movie, I don't know. <laughs> don't get me started. Yeah. I'm glad but I – I do recommend – I'm glad I'm asking yeah, well, that up for next week. Uh, well, now I don't have to say it next week, right? You know? Please do. Uh, all right, I will say it again. So uh, to hear me rant and rave, I mean, it's an interesting Quentin Tarantino movie. I would definitely put in the more I like it than I just generally hate his films, but I do generally hate this film too. And we'll, we'll, we'll explain it, and I'll, I'll come up with some jokes. Uh, all right. I did see House in the theater, and I when I rented the movie, uh, I think I purchased the DVDs. I have a copy of the other one, uh, Sign of Terror. You didn't see him free Yes, you can see it free because of hell. Now I'm going to throw away my copy. And this will be a super long episode as the movie is one hour and 53 minutes. Oh, really? So, ladies and gentlemen, yeah, speaking of long, I think we should wrap this one up. Okay. Carl, anything you want to promote for yourself? If people there want to see more Carl, we are in COVID lockdown. I have no shows, nothing. Sounds good. I have a movie. If you guys want to see my one-minute scene in a pretty good uh, pulpy crime drama, uh, the movie is called The Thieves' Code. The director himself is bypassing the festivals this year, obviously, and he posted it on Vimeo On Demand. So go to Vimeo, type in The Thieves' Code, and uh, it's a nice little crime caper in San Francisco. Ladies and gentlemen, that has been our show, The Waffle Month. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Uh, we are very excited. So glad you could watch this movie. Carl, thanks so much, man. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, audience. We'll see you next time.
Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a Hi, this is Carl. I wrote this song. I I'm Mike's friend. My turn-ons are satin sheets. I love to be outdoors. Follow me on Twitter. Jokes to call. The French duh, not the duh duh. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube. With Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube. With Mike Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. That's the name of the show. It stands for Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, Carl. Deja vu. I am once again on L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. How apropos. You thought you escaped, yet the status quo remains week after week. You're on L-W-A-F-L-M-O. Uh, <laughs> see? Nothing's changed. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube. We watch a full-length movie with you, let us. And we want you to listen to the podcast and watch a full-length movie, a feature-length movie, on YouTube at the same time. Yeah. You want more information? The reason why we say the acronym at the start of the show is because that is the official name of our podcast. So if you'd like to subscribe as much as we want you to, go to L-W-A-L-F-M-O-Y-T. Why don't you make it an experience? We stream this show first on mutinyradio.fm. Uh, just go to that website, and you'll be directed to a live feed. You could cut and paste that feed into your streaming service, which is what I do on my podcast app. And you can listen to us every Sunday, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, where I'm from, or 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, where Carl is from. I'm from. And make it a day. Yeah, well, that's where you're from. And uh, right before the show, of course, is a great show, The Edge of Insanity with Paul Brumbaugh. We just like to promote Paul Brumbaugh's show. Who would like to promote Mutiny Radio? With a go to Venmo and donate to at Mutiny Radio. We also have a great YouTube channel. Uh, I have to promote it. L W A F L M O Y T. Carl's taken previous movies, previous episodes, sync them up. Yeah. Well worth a watch and a subscription. And we are of course on Facebook as Let's Watch a Full Night Movie on YouTube. Carl, what is the movie we're watching this week? Okay, it is not a feature-length movie. It is The Castaways on Gilligan's Island. It's a TV show. Curse you for making me watch this. The Castaways on <laughs> Island. <laughs> Curse me? We haven't even started one second of this uh, hour, this 70-minute long uh, full-length movie, feature-length. It's going to be a theme. Movie? Uh, the channel we like is MASHFAN72, all one word. So it's you put in your YouTube search right. engine, the castaways on Gilligan's Island. It's 1979. You're okay. not going to put that in, and it's MASHFAN72. Hit the pause. By the way, we hate all MASHFANS. That show's way overrated. <laughs> 
Oh, do you think that's what they mean? 72? Probably. Yeah. He was born in 72. His parents made him watch uh, Gen X television. And he's a confused guy. <laughs> oh, by the way, this, this uh, television show, this movie is based on a television show. Uh, I just played the, I just went to the link. So, you know what, I'll, I'll save the speech, but go ahead, type in the Castaways on Gilligan's Island movie, and you'll get to MASHFAN72's page. Click the link, hit pause, move the timer back to 000, which is I am trying to do here in real time at the Mutiny Radio Studio. Right. And once you are ready, we are going to count down, and at the same time, we're going to hit play and we'll experience the Castaways on Gilligan's Island at the same time. Uh, so... Without further ado, to kick off our countdown, we please welcome the Paul Brumbots. Right, so let's get this started. I am I am ready. It was a live show. We're very excited to have Paul here as our countdown gentleman. Let's get ready to Brumba. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's get ready to Brumba. Okay, so let's get ready to Brumba. And now, what you've all been waiting for, Master of the Descending Numerals. The Countdown King himself. Would you please welcome Mr. Paul Brumbaugh? All right, guys, you know the drill. Put that finger right over that triangle and do it in three, two, one, go. TV show. Not a movie. Show. So this is the same original 60s uh, intro, but yep. this is the 79 movie. You see how young they look right so he's, there? But he's older now. Right. Oh, so this is the original. Uh, but the original cast is not in this TV movie, right? There's one got replaced. Ginger got replaced. The rest of them, it's legit. The rest were like, the money's fine. The money's fine. I'll take it. It's not like Russell Johnson's being asked to reprise any 50s sci-fi movies. Here they are. There's the true star, the fucking asshole boat that killed them all. <laughs> so he's older now. Bob Denver, Alan Hale, no longer a junior. Jim Backus, the greatest actor ever. Nellie Schaefer, the professor's wife. Ooh, also introducing Judith Baldwin as the replacement. Russell Johnson. And good old Don Wells, who probably has the best head on her shoulders from the castaways on Joe. Yeah, Dan. yeah, she does. Now you look. So this TV show was on during the 60s on CBS. But the popularity of the syndication for the next two decades, uh, they started doing new projects on other networks. So this is a – there was a cartoon show on NBC. There was a Gilligan's Planet as well. There was like a 70s cartoon and an 80s cartoon. And then they started making TV movies. Oh, you know this, Carl. I made you watch this and research this. Yeah, that's right, and you're nailing it. Um, and what's interesting to me is that this was a show on CBS – and what we're watching right now is on NBC. I bet you there was some scandal. Like, you know, no way are we doing Gilligan's Island again. Fine, I'll go to NBC. Will you just do that then? This is our generation Breaking Bad spinoff on Netflix. Uh, <laughs> you know, they're like, why don't you show it on AMC first? No, no, just that important story about Jesse has to be aired on, in, on Netflix. So important. It's so important to add 90 more minutes of fucking Breaking Bad. Thank I you, Nick. I enjoyed that, but but you're right. It was unnecessary. I enjoyed it just because it was nostalgic. Is that the word? It's a little too young to be nostalgic, but uh... yeah, uh, back when the time that show was still on the air. I mean, it was all well acted and well done, but it's just whatever. I don't. 
it's Netflix is so disposable. I've discovered in in, uh, in quarantine where you go, whoa, there's a new Will Ferrell movie. All right, I'm gonna watch it. I watched it. Now I don't have to ever think about it ever again. Yeah, and, you know what I mean, like quality level. It, but guess, check this out, Mike. This is pretty cool. Uh, my sons are into Breaking Bad. The littlest one, just because the older ones are, they they don't even you know understand yeah, sure. it. But uh, by the way, full disclosure: one is twenty and one is eighteen. Okay, I'm not raising uh, seven year olds watching uh, you know. Uh, crystal meth shows. okay so they insist go to the movie theater and watch this this was we saw this in new york and yonkers on the silver screen breaking bad yeah well i mean this new what was the new one el camino is that what it's called yeah right el camino all right we're missing the movie we're Which missing the is... movie. now what's happening here is they had a tropical storm from the last reunion show. It washed them back onto the island. But now the hurricane made all of the fresh water salt water. Uh, so they have no water to drink. So they're trying to figure a way to dig wells. Right. Oh, done wells? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. He sits on the golf club. Now, listen, I got to tell you, all this whole stuff, it's not funny. It's not funny. Uh, the, the professor getting, uh, you know, the skipper getting bonked in the head, Gilligan saying stupid stuff. Now, the professor's got Are you the saying that you thought it was funny? No, it was not. Yeah, go ahead. The professor's got the radio fixed, and now they're learning that they're calling off the search for the Minnow 2 because uh, they're, you know, they just think the castaways are dead. Ho, ho. Oh, that's a bummer way to start off. The worst morning show ever. <laughs> now, Gilligan is the one that got them shipwrecked a second time, of course, so they're all giving them shit right now. Yeah, so the Minnow 2, so the first TV movie, they left the island and they left right. on a newly Christian Minnow 2, and then the same thing happened as the Minnow 1. Exactly right. They got blown back. Okay, so now Gilligan's moping around, but he's discovered something. This show is so stupid, Mike. Curse you, curse you. <laughs> he's found a propeller. Uh -oh. Okay, and an engine. Oh, great, gosh. Propeller? <laughs> Could it be a plane? It's a tit. Oh, it's not. It's Ooh. <laughs> I thought it'd be something extraordinary, but it's just a plane. It's now, wow. did they not find this three years on the island, you know? <laughs> well, no, no, no. It landed the three hours trip to take to go back to civilization on the Minnow 2 that, uh, during that time span. The, well, I guess you're right. Yeah, three seasons. They never knew there was a fucking plane on the island. Right. It was – He's right now the professor's like, it was overgrown by the jungle. Russell Simmons, uh, Russell Simmons, Russell uh, Johnson, yeah. the professor, he's like my favorite. Oh, okay. He's in a lot of B-movies. Did you yeah. know that he was a serious-ass pilot in uh, World War II? Interesting. Yeah. So this must be easy. This must be therapy being a Billions Island. <laughs> Experience the horrors of World War II and then exactly. spend your career, uh, you know. 
but it really was it hard was. because he was shot down. They were doing like this low-level bombing strafing run against Japanese military targets in the Philippines, and they got shot down, and Johnson broke both of his ankles. Um, he flew 44 wow. missions in the Pacific Theater during World War II as a bombardier. He wasn't the pilot. A bombardier in a B-25. B now, honestly, doesn't he look like my late father after a couple of drinks? <laughs> Back when my dad had hair. But with better hair, I was thinking that. Yeah, better hair. Yeah, absolutely. With hair. Let's, let's be honest. Oh, Gilligan's back on the grass. On every chance he gets, Bob Denver. He was, uh, so Gilligan, do you remember during the 90s, he got arrested for smoking pot or prostitution or something like that? I think it was pot. So ridiculous. Well, he's Gilligan. He's Dobie Gillis's pal. He's the far-out space nut. He's fucking yeah. Gilligan himself. He's the he's a man of joint. Fuck now look, he finds a machine gun. Look what I found. Ah! I it's so not funny. <laughs> oh, no, you shot Ginger 2. I have to call it Ginger 3. Yeah, we got to call Ginger 3. Do you remember the sea song in the first episode? It was like the it was Gilligan, the skipper, too, and the rest. Yeah, that's right. No, no, they named everyone, but like Mary Ann. They didn't credit Professor Mary, Mary and the rest. Right. Yeah, they didn't have time. She's going, mirror, mirror on the wall, who's the fairest? And then she, she goes, what do you know? It's just your opinion. I love it. I, I told it much Finally, funnier. jokes written by old... <laughs> you told him on Twitter? I was going to say, jokes written by old Jewish writers sound better uh, spoken by old Jews. This was written yeah. by Jewish brothers. It was Al Schwartz, Elroy Schwartz, and the creator, the series creator, Sherwood Schwartz, and they all they all wrote it together. Like oh, in an hour. Yeah, I'm sure someone wrote it for them, and they just got their names on it and said, boom, here you go, NBC. I believe they wrote it. This guy worked in the industry. I mean, he this guy did Sherwood Schwartz. He did Brady Bunch. This guy knew what he was doing. <laughs> We're definitely dipping our toes in Gen X waters. I mean, you could say that this is a boomer show, but I, I would say I watch Brady Bunch and Gilligan's Island every day after school. Yeah, well, that's the thing. We had our reruns, and so the boomer shows became the Gen X shows. So a lot of them, Star Trek, yeah, right. a lot of them did. Well, we had a, we were ironic about it. We saw a totally artificial TV show. We went, whoa, that's a totally artificial TV show, man. Right. That's not a real island. When you we were so ahead of everyone laugh else. Track, it's the laugh track is so ridiculous. They're cracking up over not funny things. Okay, is so there's a laugh track on this show, on this movie. Yeah, it's a TV wow. show, Mike. Listen. <laughs> oh, I'm going to rip this movie, and I'm going to get the best response. This is why I picked it. I'm sheltering in place. I haven't heard a real audience. La I never heard a real audience laugh even before times, but I'm now I get it. Here, I'm going to start telling my jokes. Did you know about that moron who went to a book burning and brought a candle? Don't you hate them? <laughs> well, I'm glad somebody knows, because if nobody knew, we'd never know when we were finished. I, I'm going to do that, too. I can't. That's, Tell my jokes over this yeah. laugh track. 
Okay, if you got time to write, Carl, but go ahead, by all means. Okay, so I'm going to wait. So they're going to hoist on a pulley the one of the wings, and they're going to try to reattach it. So there'll be uh, jokes of, like, um, you know, they're not saying lines. It'll just be the uh, pratfalls and stuff, and that's when I'll tell my jokes. Okay, sounds good. We're going to time this right, ladies and gentlemen. Please give it up for Carl. Thank you. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, it's great to be here in the uh, Mutiny Radio studio. And, uh, you know, uh, I got to tell a few jokes now, uh, if everybody's ready. Sit down, sir, please. Uh, just going to tell a few jokes. Okay. Um, <clears throat> uh, let's see. Uh, my wife wanted to have makeup sex, <laughs> but I ain't wearing that shit. Damn it, it didn't work. <laughs> You're getting heckled by Bob Denver. Sex, but uh, I ain't wearing that shit. Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> Try to keep going. Oh, okay. Well, uh, this will be a funny one. I got to tell you, um, you know, my wife, she wanted to have makeup sex, but I ain't wearing that shit. <laughs> Thank you. you kill it. <laughs> be a little dark, but uh, David Bowie, yeah, he's dead to me. Oh, it didn't work. He's dead to me. You know it. That is it. What a crowd loves you and hates David Bowie. <laughs> Speaking of dead, everybody on this show is dead, right? Except for Don Wells. Uh, Jim Backus. Probably. Um. Uh, yeah. Bob Denver passed away. Yeah, Bob Denver. Five, and um, Skipper died in 1990. Um, the professor died in 2014. Mr. Howell, um, I don't have a. Mrs. Howell died in 2013. You know what's really endearing? Wow, that's recent. Marianne took care of a very sick. Um, uh, no, I'm sorry, that wasn't 2013. Marianne took care of a very sick Mrs. Howell. She was her primary caretaker when she died. She went, this woman is a mensch. Um, she was sick, she needed help. Now, she could have had plenty of help. She was a very rich woman. But um, but it was, right. it was, it was uh, Dawn Wells who was by her side until she died, caring for her. Wow, so that's 50 years after working with her. Yep. She uh, became a primary caretaker. Well, good for, that's cool. That's great to hear. Yeah, I like Don Wells. I like the cast, too. They're eccentric people, you know. They, uh, Jim Backus, I know, of course, from Yeah, Mr. Magoo. And, but the thing, look, they're all funny, maybe not ginger, but this show sucks and is not funny. They're wasting their talents. There is a few good <laughs> scenes, but it's very rare. You know, you sound like uh, Robert Reed on this cast on the set of uh, the Brady Bunch. Uh-huh. Oh, I'm a Shakespeare actor. I <laughs> can't believe I have to play Mike Brady. <laughs> yeah. There were three curtain uh, calls. The first telethon. Three curtain calls. My Othello will be remembered in the holes of theaters. Yeah. Really? In the aisles? No, the holes of theater. Oh, the lobby of theater. Uh, no. <laughs> you saw Galaxy Quest, right? Yeah, I have. 
Well, the one who was spoofing Spock. Did I just quote it? He goes, how did I get here? He, he's doing it again. He's having a breakdown. I did Othello in the thing. There were three curtain calls. There were three curtain calls. Oh, that's right. Absolutely. <laughs> so the battery. That sounds pretty good. They're doing yeah. what they always do. Kick ass, spin a magnet, make electricity, and it's going to be enough to start the plane. Now, one thing that doesn't make sense, but who cares, is there is no runway. So they couldn't have just taken right. off like a spaceship, but they will. The Do you best... think the guy who created Pelican was like 12 years old watching this going, this gives me an idea? <laughs> the best thing about this scene is while they're doing the biking, uh, Ginger's boobs sh shake like a church bell that's being rung. Talk about ginger too, huh? We the ginger too. <laughs> Let's see if we see it now. Hold on. Dong 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 dong. Well, I guess we missed our thing because they're all rolling. Now, of course, Gilligan will get stuck. Right. While the plane's taking off. Yeah. Oh no, it's good. Well, they should just leave that fucker. Look at right? the. Did they ever have, was there ever episode? Yeah. All right. I'm I'm gazing. I'm gazing. They had to put goggles on to watch those. <laughs> Where did they get those suits? So they can't. They should just leave Gilligan on the island. Hell, the, the show would have been like a one season, done, one and right. done if, if, if they took my advice. Screwing up everything all the time. They would have been off that all island. All the time. It's repetitive. Yep. So Gilligan is. Well, I have a question, Carl. If it, he's right. There he is. Come on, Gilligan. It's so fun. I heard when you grab Alan Hill's hand, it feels like holding like ham. Like it, it's like cold. <laughs> yeah, little buddy. Hey, little buddy. Hey, little buddy. <laughs> See, how he did I, I don't know. How, again, like, how do they find this plane that's been there for decades? Exactly. So my question is that if it was a three-hour tour, how come it takes me 30 seconds to ejaculate? Oh, I mean, their clothing, their clothing. Sorry, let me ask you again. Minnow oh, look at that. Wow. Those are matchsticks. I wouldn't say that that was a miniature, but it looks like matchsticks on the door. So it was a three-hour tour, and... It only takes me 30 seconds to ejaculate. So, I mean, what's up? Didn't the producers think this over? Well, people would always say, like, <clears throat> where do they get the clothing? Or, you know, da-da-da-da-da. Where do they get the aviation jacket and goggles? You're suspend disbelief. It's just a stupid show. Okay, right. this is kind of funny. How's it going? <laughs> the professor's going to tell him, like, we're going to crash, essentially. And he goes, don't tell anyone it's a panic. Don't say a word. So Bob Denver's like, I won't say a word. It's it's one of the only funny scenes. Plane in the air. I better tell the others. No, don't. It'll start a panic. No, I don't want you to say <laughs> one word about this. Not one word. Believe me, I won't say one word. One word, right? Uh, so, on right, one word, I gotcha. Watch. <laughs> He's not saying one word. He's just passing out parachutes. He's just putting out the parachute. <laughs> <laughs> I hope mine is custom made. All right, that's funny. 
Okay, so now yeah. here's the here's more of the joke. Okay, it's very Again. rare that was a funny moment in the film. Gotcha. Do you think that was the funniest moment of Gilligan Island? Uh, Gilligan? Uh, there'll be another very funny scene in which Alan Hale starts doing a hula dance. <laughs> he really does a great acting job at it. Oh, yeah. He's great. He's like the Andy Richter of hula dancing. You ever see Andy Richter do the hula dance in uh, Cabin Boy? Yes. Yeah. This is how a woman dances or something like that. It's been a while. It's been a long I think while. I know more. I think I'm, he became a cabin. But I remember more Gilligan's Island. Yeah, a cabin man. But what was it? It was like a... Um, All right. <clears throat> it was a, 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 like a goddess in a, in a cave, right? Right. He wandered in. And Magazine. Yeah. And then remember the husband comes home? <laughs> right, who had like a hard day. He worked, he worked at some store or something like that. He was still in his outfit. Yeah, that's a great movie. I, I saw that recently, Cabin Boy, and uh, I watched the, the commentary. Well, they had like a little featurette on the DVD. And uh, I saw that in the theater, and there was one point in Cabin Boy where the movie just grinds to a halt. Wait, watch this. Like, I think it's from the giant cupcake. Okay, uh, uh, I'm watching. Uh, I'm watching Ginger. You see, he's got the suitcase, then poof, the suitcase disappears. Oh, yeah. Oh, that must have been some continuity. I asked you to jump off an airplane dressed as Gilligan holding a suitcase. Not no, – Sorry, Mr. Schwartz. Yeah, right. We're going to have to reshoot. Mr. Schwartz, we don't have budget. So you saw the commentary of Cabin Boy, and you were saying the cake? What was oh, it? Oh, that – uh. Well, no, for me, when I saw him in the theater, the movie grinded to a halt when the giant, when he started to hallucinate and he saw like a giant cupcake spitting tobacco and he's like, oh. yeah, I said, you know, I don't know where you're going with this anymore. It's just done. But I recently watched it like two years ago and uh, it's, it still holds up. Maybe I should rent they it. tell a story about Alfred. Yeah, you know, it wouldn't hurt. Honestly, that, that movie is fun, fun to watch. Al Albert Molina, the famous uh, actor, uh, plays uh, like one of the professors, like has a very short role, small role in it. And during the commentary, they said that he thought he had a much bigger role. Uh -huh. He thought he was playing the captain or something like that. And he was really pissed off to find out he was like in two scenes, one scene. You know, that's funny. It kind of parallels Ginger. You see, Ginger's agent told her that she was pretty much going to be the star of this show. It was going to be her star vehicle. It's going to be all about her, you know, and they were uh, – it would focus on her. And then when she got there and started the show, did, you know, to the pilot and everything, it wasn't about her at all. She was just one of the people. She was sulky and pissed off, and that lasted all three years. That's why there are new gingers. She's like, reunion show? Screw you. Wow. I'm here, I'm here for the pilot of Ginger's Island. Oh, <laughs> boy. Schwartz. Get Schwartz. <laughs> well speaking of match friends there's a famous quote uh they were interviewing an actress who was playing a nurse and they had asked her well what's the show about and she said well it's about a nurse bunch of nurses and their friends uh, you know working at a mobile uh medical union unit and it's a famous quote because yeah 
she she kind of said the show is about her and her friends. Right. She just played a nurse. You know, she wasn't really any of the main characters. Okay, so... That's a good acting story, I guess. Here is another funny joke. Are they, Gilly, oh, no, this is the second final funny joke? They're back on the island. Here, let's... We must search for Gilligan. Oh, well, of course. What would a party be without Gilligan? All right, that was a joke. She goes, we have to look everywhere, high and low. And Gilligan goes, just look high. It's You're like, Deborah, are you still smoking on set? <laughs> wow, he was walking on air. Dobie Gillis's buddy. Yeah, he got busted for pot. He became like a pot icon at one point just for yeah. that. So he, after Gillis, he went back to West Virginia and he was on a FM. He was an FM radio personality, um, and he ran an oldies format radio station with his wife. Oh, that's cool. Good for Gilligan. Oh, look, what, what the... You castaways. Yeah, yeah. what happened is they saw a plane on their radar, which wasn't expected, and then it dropped out of the sky. So they sent a boat to rescue, and they're freed now. Wow, good for them. I guess, but it's really bad for a show because they didn't do anything. It was coincidence. They were able to get the plane out in the air. Then yeah. those gentlemen saw it, yeah. officers, oh, and I they guess. came. So yeah. they, they did. Yeah. You're saying this is an awkward start to the this full-length movie. Okay. What this is... You're is saying this is a full-length movie. Listen, this is a television pilot for The Castaways on Gilligan's Island, which is a hotel. The Castaways. Here it is. I've got to play it. It's so cheap, a voiceover. That's their hotel that no. he bought, he no built. Telephone, no cars, no television, no electricity. Just the way we lived when we were shipwrecked on this island 15 years ago. And I was very generous, my dear. I made our fellow castaways partners on this island. Okay, so we've got our set up now. Very generous. They now run a hotel. But, but, as you said, with... So this was voiceover. Either it was a voiceover, or that the moccasins are so loud, their voices <laughs> booms from the heaven over the island. Yeah. Oh, there it is. It's tattooed. The, the boat. The boat. So when the Gilligan, they, the Gilligan. When they were back in society, they didn't say like all go their separate ways. They they said let's continue to live on the island. It'll just now be a resort. Now these are guests, including. Tom Bosley. There he is from Happy Days. And Marcel Lopez. Yes. There you go. Bob Newhart. And then the other people. Yeah, and the other people. This is a straight rip of Fantasy Island and Love Boat, where they they come on the boat or they come on the island. Right. They're literally leaving a boat and coming on the island. Did you see that kid? There's a plane on Fantasy Island. Yeah. You assume, like we all do, that he's a, a child of one of the couples that just got off. But he isn't. He's like a I, stowaway. 
You can't even Gilligan, what an idiot. There was an extra person on a fucking motorboat? Yep. I didn't notice, Skipper. Well, that's the thing. Like, wouldn't they have a manifest of who their guests are? Yeah. Meepy manifest. <laughs> you, uh... <laughs> you know what? My, you would appreciate this. My kids were in the car in the back seat, and they started making fun of something. I couldn't hear the whole thing. And they were like, ah, ha, ha. And they go, yeah, front 242. Ha, 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 ha. And I was like, I love that band. And they went, oh. ah, ha, ha. <laughs> so I'm the butt of Come somebody. on, man. Single. Don't you remember their music video from Single White Female? Yeah. <laughs> then they get the man. Hey, poor. Oh, here you go. Hey, poor. You don't have to be poor anymore. anymore. Jesus is here. Okay. Well, it was very important in the 80s to make fun of uh, preachers by sampling them and putting them on over techno beats. In the 80s, all those preachers had become right-wing Christians, and so therefore it was apropos for the time to be criticizing. To sample them, yeah. Okay, these this, are this is like myths, their, uh... and they bring bad luck. And the stereotype, who's really like a Hawaiian person, being a stereotype is right. warning them against the bad luck. And the professor's like, ha, 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 ha. And that will be our ending. For Gilligan's Island. Yeah. Oh, so that's how they get, they wind up back in. So everything goes to shit at the end of the episode. Well. Wait a minute, Carl, if this was a pilot, if this was a pilot, then it would have to end it open-ended, right? They couldn't be deserted on their island again. No, they're because not. Because it was going to be a second episode. That's right. They're just, yeah. No, the, the bad luck of the masks is like a dumb gag to wrap up the show. Oh, so that's, those masks are, are the reason for their downfall. No, it's just a dumb – it's not the movie fart or something. It's just a dumb ending. Gotcha. Okay, look at Boswell. He's all in a business suit. It's hard – okay, wait. We'll be right back with a nice, comfortable cot for your son. Son? Our son. What son? Yes, the boy that came off the cruise ship with you. <laughs> He's not ours. He must belong to the other couple. Set up. Interesting. Tom Bosley. Bo How do you pronounce his name properly? Bosley. Bosley. Yeah. Well, I know that uh, Mrs. Cunningham, the actress, uh, she, she they didn't get along. He was like an asshole to her. Right. And one time I saw a uh, candid camera thing, and they were playing a trick on him. He was thought he was there for a business meeting. He's smoking a cigarette, and he was bossing everybody around. And they still showed it to us. And then we got the gag, and he goes, ah, ha, ha, you kids. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> can't pull one off the old boss. One of my favorite uh, bad movies is called Million Dollar Mysteries. Mm -hmm. which was sponsored by Glad Bags, which had Tom Bosley as the spokesman back in the day. Oh, right. So, the, so Tom Bosley plays a character like Jimmy Durante in The Mad, 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 Mad World, where he dies at the beginning. Uh, but he is stowing away $1 million in Glad garbage bags. Uh-huh. And then he dies. And then people have to find the, the, the Glad garbage bags full of money. Set up. And they keep saying Glad. Oh, I saw this. Yeah. Well, I have to say, Carl, I did have seen this uh, as a kid in 79, and I do remember this storyline very well. As we heard in that voiceover, 
Gilligan's Island Resort doesn't have a telephone. Right. But there's one in the uh, lobby. So Bosley, who's going through FOMO, FOMO, his fear of missing out, he has to make a business call, and he discovers that there isn't a phone on the island. Right. It's a hidden phone. I still remember that. It's a little funny how he finds it. Basically, what's going on now is a setup that he is a businessman, he's in real estate, and he just can't keep his mind off. You're on vacation now. You haven't had a vacation in 19 years. Loosen up. Sounds like every Adam Sandler movie I watch. (laughs) I can't enjoy this vacation. Yeah. Yeah, sure. I'm there watching them. Boom, boom, psh. He goes and the skipper, Mary. Denver replaced Woody Allen in the original Broadway production of uh, um, "Play It Again, Sam," which we know from right. Bogart's "The Man with Bogart's Face." So yeah, and uh, well, Woody Allen made a movie version of that. I think he wrote the. the play yeah yeah he replaced woody allen in the play and clive barnes from new york times said he was um a genuine clown like wistfulness uh and that that barnes had found lacking in allen's own performances so gilligan did a better job (laughs) so in conclusion gilligan is better than woody allen yeah for play it again sam yeah Played against Sam. I haven't seen that in a long time, but it was like he's a movie nerd who can't get laid, right? And uh, he likes, yeah. It's been a while. You know, you know, there's no quote played against Sam. It's like Sam, I want you to play it in a certain manner or some shit like that. It's like Hamlet, you know. I know, right? Horatio, I knew thee well. Oh, Marissa Wallace in a bathing suit. Yeah, there's nothing more ugly. Mm-mm. No, man. Come Those on, she's people, not a man, pretty man. What a body. You saw her tongue in Carl, shut up. <laughs> look, look at her dress. It's so low cut, she's got no cleavage. Right? Look Carl, at Jesus Christ, man. I'm seeing total... I'm so, that's so offensive. There's totally cleavage. Oh, okay. <laughs> man, I saw Of course there's cleavage. <laughs> oh, wow. So there are kids. So wait a minute. So... There's a lot of people on this island. It's yes. not just the four people that got it, came in. Ooh, that's what that's what Howell was saying. He built a hotel here, and they have a business now. It's on the island, but everybody can come. They they leave for from right. There's a cruise ship that comes by, or from Hawaii, a three hour tour. He'll be here. So that was the, I mean, the skipper came up in a motorboat that held like five people. Well, and there's already like 50 people. There were only five guests, I mean, including the kid. Right. By the way, he's probably my kid, and I just realized he's missing. <laughs> oh, shit. That's my kid. He's in a TV for TV movie. I was wondering where he was. <laughs> it's a very dumb uh, He's looking over. I got to check out the script for Happy Days, season 18. Okay, so now that happened to Chef Cunningham. hungry, right? 
See, he's been he's been hiding. Right. Yeah. Hungry for coconuts. Oh, he's cuckoo for coconuts. Oh. <laughs> right. Skipper's like, fuck yeah. If I had a hot dog stand on the island ten years ago, I'd be set. Never leave. <laughs> what Skipper's doing right now is basically he's he's serving everybody. 